Welcome back to Let's Just See with Ezra Lee. I am so excited um, to just share what I need to share today. It's going to be relatively quick, but the Holy Spirit has been really putting something on my heart and we're going to deal with this in prayer, but we're also going to deal with this in a little bit of a word of truth moment. And the Holy Spirit wants you to know something. If you have a poverty spirit, if you have a spirit that feels like you're never going to have enough, that God's never going to you know, provide for you, you, you feel scared with your finances, maybe because you grew up with, with very little. So you're used to being like, I don't have a lot, so I got to hold tightly to what I have. Or it's just been recently that all of a sudden the spirits crept in and it's just like, oh, like you shouldn't be doing that because what if nothing comes through? What if God doesn't come through for you? I want to first and foremost break that spirit over your life in the name of Jesus because a poverty mindset is not in the heart of Jesus for you. It is not in the heart of Jesus to have this like, God's never going to come through. I'm never going to have anything. I'm going to be in lack all the time. Like I'm never going to have it. Like that is it. That is something that is so demanding because God has called us to be the head and not the tail. So if poverty is truly our portion, then how can we be the head? And I know poverty is in many different areas like that. You could be, you know, having a lack spiritually, mentally. So you're, you're impoverished in that way, but, or you could be financially impoverished, which is what we usually think of when we think of poverty, people not having a lot or, you know, financially very restricted and, you know, very unfortunate in those ways. But I'm telling you in this era we're not even talking about what's gone on in years prior we'll talk about that later on but but in this era in this time jesus followers his remnant his his people who are just so devoted to just seeing the holy spirit move on this earth he's going to handpick several to be um very much the head and not the tail like very well off very fortunate so that they can give to others so that they can steward it well so that they can actually start up the things that god's asking them to do because in this world money is kind of a thing (laughs) if you haven't noticed you kind of need money and it's going to change the economy is going to change um off and on and it will there will be some changes but he's always going to be sure that we are the head and not the tail if we trust him but we have to trust God with the details just because you think it might be a good idea to invest in this to put money over here to oh just save up all the time and not you know not do this not do that God is like you don't know the times and seasons like God does so he knows what's going to do well he knows what's going to succeed and if you have anybody managing your money that is not following Jesus, then you need to reconsider that. You need to reconsider that because Jesus wants you to have people who are Holy Spirit led people to manage your money. And he's going to raise so many people up. He's already raising up just a group of people that just know finances and that are going to know this new economy. And they're going to help you thrive and succeed in this economy. This is not a prosperity gospel where I'm telling you, oh, you're just going to have health, wealth, and good things all the rest of your life. But this is a, this is the truth of what God God is doing right now. God is giving to his people what the enemy stole and he's giving it double. He's giving it double. So there's many, many, like the Holy Spirit showed me that there's many people that the enemy has actually been in their finances, just stealing, just taking. They haven't even known, but he's just been taking. He's just been, he's just been in there taking the church's money, the the Holy Spirit led believers money. Not necessarily when I say the church, I know there's going to be people that, you know, you've got some qualms with 
with how, you know, certain churches just feel like they're just so rich and they're not giving to the poor. Listen, this is not the conversation that, that's not the conversation for this. But I'm talking about the Holy Spirit-led believers that have just, they've just been held back financially. God, once he sees that they, that he can trust their heart, he is going to bless them abundantly because he knows that they will not move an inch. They will not spend an inch unless they consult Jesus so that he knows that the money will go where it's needed and will not be wasted, but will not be, um, but it will not be just taken, um, and hidden under a rock, hidden under a, you know, little stone, like in the Bible, when God, I will put the passage below because I'm gapping right now. This is on the go. I'm just kind of on the go needing to share this. Um, but I'll put the passage below, but it's that same parable in the Bible where God, um, where the story goes that, you know, several people, three, I think it's three men get this same amount of money from their master. Like these three servants get the same amount of money from their master. And then the master comes back and examines, you know, what have you done with the money and stuff? And one person like doubled it, tripled it, or something like that because they invested and the other person, you know, did certain things with it and made more money as well. But then the third person, you know, just just tucked it under into the dirt and just was like, well, I didn't, I was scared. Like, I didn't know, like, you know, and it was just like, why didn't you do something with what God gave you? Don't just keep it in your savings all the time. You need to say, how should I invest this? How should I, how should I go about this? What are you asking me to spend this on that will, that will generate, genuate wealth that will generate, sorry, wealth and what will help um, build, not just stay stagnant and just stay like, oh no, I only have this X amount of money that I need to, you know, be sure that I have so that I'll just keep that in there. No, God's like, how ask me how, ask me how I want you to spend your finances. Because some of you, God is saying you need to spend and trust that as you take that leap of faith to spend on the things that you are like, wait, I shouldn't be spending that. God's like, no, I'm asking you to, you need to take that leap. Cause as you take that leap, God is going to bless you, but he wants to see, do you trust him to, you know, spend what you would think is frivolous, but it's not frivolous. He's just trying to bless you. He's just trying to provide for you. And as you, as you step out financially, as he he leads you, then God is going to bless you. Now, this is not me saying like, oh, like <laughs> asking for money. Like as you step out financially, yeah, come on, give to me. That's not the point of this. So I want to rebuke those spirits in the name of Jesus. Cause there's so many of those that anytime anyone who has any type of a ministry starts talking about finances, there's these spirits that are like, well, you're just asking for money. No, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. That's not the point of this in any way, shape or form. We are talking about a poverty spirit. We are talking about this spirit that says, says, oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't spend that because you don't know when the next is, you know, you don't know when God's going to actually come through for you. Is he actually going to come through for you? Why would he tell you to spend that? Why would he do this? And it just, it tries to quench what God is doing in your life. And that is not what God wants for you. He wants you to, to trust him with your finances. He wants you to, to really go to him and seek clarity on how you need to go about your finances because how you think you should spend it or how you think you should just save it away and be so cautious and so careful. God's like, no, that's not what he has for you. He wants you to trust him and live in this faith that says, okay, even my finances are yours, God. Even when I don't have my rent for next month, I will still pay and and reach out and give and do these things and, and, and spend on this if you're asking me to, because I trust that you know my commitments and you know that if I need rent, if I need 
um, a bill payment, if I need, you know, credit payment, whatever, if I need these things, then God is, uh, God, you're going to provide for me because you want me to be responsible. So it's not the sense that God's going to say, oh, go out and waste all your money and go out and do all these things because God is not just somebody's like, you need to, if you've got a spending problem where you just can't stop spending, then that is an issue because I grew up in a very, like, well-off family and I did when I started to work on my own I didn't have a lot of extra expenses so I was frivolous with my money I was I was very frivolous um (laughs) it was crazy so the Lord during the time when he stuck me in isolation um you know just to really learn about his heart for about it was about 10 months I like didn't buy any like I didn't buy anything like I was like the Lord really was like you need to get your heart in check and really learn that like when I give you money you have to ask me how I want you to spend it and really um be careful with how you're spending things but he's like it's not that I don't want you to go and get the things that you need and sometimes the things that you want he's like I'm going to provide for that but you need to just discern what I'm doing where I'm going and how I'm asking you to do the things because I'm telling you there's even been times recently where God's been like hey step out financially in this area and get this or or do this and I'm like God that doesn't make sense like that doesn't make sense but then it's been the best decision ever and so I need you to understand that when God says step out and do these things it's the best ever because then he literally sees that you're not holding on to your money with a clamped hand like it's mine and I have to be careful which is a poverty spirit but you're holding on to it loosely saying God you can take it all away you could give me all you want whatever but I'm gonna hold it loosely and still take ownership because it's in my hand but I'm going to hold on to it loosely and give it back to you because everything that that you've given to me is yours anyways. And I want to steward it well. And it's, it is the principle in the Bible that God gives us the ability to, to even get wealth, to even be, to even get success, achieve success. He gives us the health and the, and the mindsets. And in this day, the Holy Spirit is going to pour out such unique strategies on his people that are literally going to be so quirky. They're going to be so like, you're not thinking, but it's because the Holy Spirit's moving. The Holy Spirit's working. It's not your brain thinking up all the things. It's the Holy Spirit moving and working because I'm telling you, the economy is going to change. So how are, how you think you know how the economy is going to go? We actually don't. There is so much that's going to drastically change that you need the Holy Spirit to help you think ahead, to help you plan ahead, to help you to just provide for you because God can literally just put money in your account. Whatever kind of money we've got going on in the days ahead, he can just plop it into your account if you need it and he needs you to have it you will have it but the principle with Jesus is is as you're following Jesus as you're following Jesus then if you don't have it today you did not need it today because for example let's just say your rent payment is tomorrow I know it's probably not because it's like the middle kind of the middle of the month but anywho maybe there's a payment that's due tomorrow all right and you're thinking today shoot I don't have this payment oh my goodness freaking out about it like I need to have this money like what if I don't you know it's freaking out and the Holy Spirit's saying to you if you need anything like the next day he's like well is it the next day yet and you're like, well, no. Then he's like, then why are you worried about tomorrow? Because tomorrow's not even promised. But he's like, today, you have what you need today. Like, you know, do you are, do you have your necessities? And you say, well, yeah. Then he's like, okay, then trust me with tomorrow. If you, if you can see what you have today, then trust him tomorrow. Because God's not going to just give you what you need tomorrow all the time. Sometimes he does. Sometimes he blesses us in advance and gives us more than we need in a day for the next few days or for the next month, year, whatever. But other times when he's really trying to teach you to trust, 
trust him in other in just other times it's like he's not going to provide to the last minute but then the last minute you get exactly what you need and that day you are always provided for because god will provide for your everyday needs needs he will provide for them that is a promise biblically And so I want you to understand that if there is a poverty spirit over you, that you're just, you don't have a lot of money right now because a lot of people are stretched financially with the state of our economy right now, with the state of the world. And you're just like, man, I don't have a lot of money. And you feel your fists clenching on the money. Like I got to save this because I don't know when the next time is I'm going to get money because I lost my job or I'm not working or who knows when the next payment, like, you know, you're just thinking all these things. Then God's saying, you open your hand financially and you you watch how God moves and works. Do not have a closed hand. Do not have a closed fist financially because if you do, then God is going to see that that is a hindrance and he can't give you the things that he wants to give you because there's things in your heart that is blocking his generosity, but also just blocking the stewardship. Because here's the thing, if he gives you the money that you think that you want, that you think that you need for the business, for the ministry, for the whatever it is, but you have anything in your heart that's like holding, you know, you're just clenching that money and you're, you're doing that then God's like well I can't trust you to steward it and then this blessing is going to crush you so then it's actually going to turn into a curse and it's going to hurt you and God doesn't want to hurt you he doesn't want to hurt you he wants to bless you and and really see you healed and see you whole in him so I just, I just really pray that you would start to say, God, examine my heart. Because listen, the poverty spirit's creeping in all over the world right now. Because many people are seriously in poverty and seriously in lack. And, and seriously going through a lot of desperate situations. So this poverty spirit is slipping in. And I know this because it tried to slip in in my life even recently. And I've been like, God, like I'm seriously one of the last people that should have this issue just speaking frankly, because I didn't grow up in that way. I've been blessed and privileged and I don't take it lightly of how I grew up. But God, why is this in, in my heart? Like why, why is this trying to get in? And I had to deal with it yesterday and get God to really clean my heart of it because I was like, God, what's going on? And he was like, that's how rampant the poverty spirit is right now. That's how rampant it is that he's like, it would even get into your house as where, where you haven't seen it before in your family and I was like wow like God that's serious so that's why today I was going to do a TikTok about this but the Holy Spirit's like get on that podcast get on that podcast as because people need to hear this that God wants God is about and this is not a prosperity gospel this is the times and seasons that we are in that it's honestly so sad that I have to say that that God's goodness has been tainted to be prosperity gospel because I don't get me wrong, I know what prosperity gospel is, but the fact that God just wants to be radically good to his kids is almost taboo, which is so sad how the enemy has distorted things. I hate it. God is so good. God is the good, good father. He gives good things to his kids, but he has to know that they can steward them or else it's going to crush them. So he won't give it to them if he knows that it is going to crush them because that is not his heart. So he will make them wait. He will make them you know, go through the wilderness like the Israelites and wait and wait and wait because their hearts are not ready. So if you've been going through wilderness for a while, it's just because your heart has not been ready and it hasn't been you God's been like hey do this hey do this and you're like okay but then you don't complete it and then you have to keep starting over and then God's like I want to do the work I want to give you the things but that those few heart postures they're going to they're gonna stop you they're going to um 
hinder you. They're going to hold you back. And he's like, I can't have that. So he's trying to deal with that, but you're not giving it to God. And God is saying today, today, whenever you hear this, let go of those heart things. Let go of those things holding you back. Let them go and let Jesus take it and let Jesus replace it with the good. Have you ever seen this picture I've seen it a a lot but there's this picture and it's Jesus and this little girl and Jesus has a massive teddy bear behind his back okay but this little girl has a little teddy bear in her hands and Jesus has one hand out and he's as if he's saying give me the little teddy bear but she has no idea what Jesus has behind his back she just knows she has to let go of something that is the only thing she has in that picture and so you know that's a big deal for a kid you know when you have a stuffed animal or that toy or that blanket that is yours and it means so much to you but it might be ratted it might be small but it still means so much to you so if someone's like hey um you know give this to me you're like "Mm, uh, I don't know this means a lot to me but then it's the fact that she doesn't know that God has a bigger better opportunity a massive teddy bear behind his back that if she only let go of the little teddy bear and give that to to God, then he would return to her a bigger teddy bear that was like almost the exact same as the little teddy bear, just bigger and new. That is what God wants to do. He's not, if he asks you to give something, give away even anything financially or give, or give something, if you give something to God, that pain, that hurt, that poverty, that, that uh, mindset, that, that restriction, you give that to God. He's going to give you better things like the fruits of the Holy Spirit, like his love, his peace, his joy, his patience, his goodness. Then once he starts filling your heart with that and builds you in the characteristics of following Jesus and being more and more like Jesus and he sees that your heart is growing and is soft and wanting to just listen to God like a child would, like childlike faith, then he starts bringing some of those physical things that are blessings. You know, that money, that that job, that that relationship, that community, that house, that that child, that baby, that, you know, pregnancy, that, you know, he starts giving you those things because he's like, I know that that's not going to be an idol now because your heart is soft, because you've given me the little that meant so much to you. And I can tell that as you give, like the Lord is saying, he can tell that as you gave that thing that was so little, but so important to you, it felt like the biggest thing that he's like, I want to return to you double of what you gave to me. That's Jesus's heart, but he needs your heart to be ready. He needs your heart to be soft. He needs your heart to be, um, malleable so that you can be shaped and molded more and more into his image. But friend, the poverty spirit has no place in your life anymore in the name of Jesus. That that is not your mindset. That is not your mindset. Because if you have any ounce of that in your heart going forward, then God, like you are going to just miss out on the blessings. Like I, I know that that it's, it's crazy to say that, but it's just, if you don't give God that, and, and stop clenching your fists and stop clenching it, holding on to those things, then God's like, okay, we got to repeat the process. Okay, we got to repeat the process. He's like, you know what? One way or the other, if you trust me, I'm going to get you where you need to go. But he's like, I'm going to have to do a little bit more refining. I'm going to have to do a little bit more wilderness because you got to give him, you got to give him that. You got to give that to him. Anything. Like even after this, the Holy Spirit's going to reveal things in your heart. And I pray you'd write them down or make note of them and pray into them. Pray against them. Say, God, I don't want this. Remove it. Deal with this, God. Deal with this. And even as you pray that, he's going to help you deal with it. He just needs to see that you want to let it go and that you can let it go and that he'll help you. 
But friend, do not be held back by a poverty spirit. Do not be held back by a spirit of lack. Because you see with your physical eyes, we are not called to look with our physical eyes. We are called to look with eyes of faith. And so I challenge you, I'm going to put some scripture verses below that I quoted here today. I challenge you to read those and I challenge you to really pray through those and say, God, what are you trying to do in my finances? What are you trying to do with me physically in this day? Because he's doing a lot spiritually, but there's physical things he might want to give you. House, money, like how are you going to steward those? What are you going to do with those? You know, ask him, say, God, what, what are you giving to me? Because I've asked God before and he's told me specifics. So now I know what to expect. Now I know what to expect. So I know what he's preparing my heart for and how to, you know, I'm like, okay, Lord, I know that this is what you've said to me. So now help me steward, you know, first learn how to steward a little and then show me how to steward a lot. And God's going to help you. He's going to show you. You're not doing this on your own, but you need to understand that you have to let go and you have to let God, especially when it comes with your finances. Okay. And especially for, if you're a guy out there, A lot of guys, you struggle with this more than women, or if you are a single mom or a single lady, um, you will struggle with this as well, more so because you are technically the provider of your home. Um, But, you know, the guy is, the guy is, and I know, yeah, even saying this in this type of culture is a little bit taboo, but this is how guys are made. Guys are made to be the chief provider. That's innate in them. That is just, it's in them. Just like a lot of women, you know, you're like you have this nurturing side to you that even if you're like a you know a very you've been hurt a lot and you're this fierce bold harsh woman you still have a hint of this nurturing side to you that you're like you're a little bit more nurturing that's literally how we've been designed it's just innate it's how we've been designed but men are are created to have this like i need to provide i need to create wealth that's why in conversations when two women are chatting they're gonna say how's your heart how's life how's things going ah you know like that's crazy like you know but when guys start meeting for the first time they start asking like a lot of like so what's your job what are you into like what what industry like what you know they start talking a little bit more of the what do you do that is typical that has been just like if you look at it um on a mass scale that's literally what happens um in social events a lot of times not every time but a lot of times so guys this is where you get tripped up a lot. And so the Holy Spirit wants you to know that as you surrender your finances to, to God and don't let it be an idol, because if you're out there making bank, then for men, it can be like, yeah, look at me. Like, I've got it. I've got it. I'm making the dough. Um, <laughs> I've got this. And God's like, okay, but he blessed you with the even ability to create success. So you need to give that back to God. Because if you don't, then, you know, he might bring you to a situation where you lose it all or you lose some of it or you have a bit of a come to Jesus moment. <laughs> and, you know, he has to humble you in that way because if finances become an idol, that is not going to be good because it'll turn you to a harsh guy you will be a harsh guy you will lose your heart for for god because you're you have a heart for money okay so just i just pray that right now god you would show us all how to steward our finances that as you bless us as you honor us and as you speak 
as you as you fulfill the word spoken to us about our physical blessings that god we would steward them well and that no poverty spirits would be in our heart and our mind in the name of jesus and no spirits of pride would be in our heart and in our mind in the mighty name of jesus i pray for freedom i pray that we would hold everything loosely and say god you can give it but you can also take it away and if you need to take it away it's yours but i pray god that we would have this this um heart posture and mentality that says god as long as i have you jesus it doesn't matter what i have or what gets taken away you are the greatest thing and i will worship you first and foremost no matter what i have or don't have so we worship you jesus thank you for who you are lead your bride in this day on how to really set the tone financially in a lot of this new era that we're moving into and what's going on raise up people to um be wise voices in the financial arena i just pray that because there's been many times where churches or people you know who've said they follow jesus have done really poorly with money have done really poorly in the sense of they have too much and they don't do enough with it or you know they don't have any and they're really bad managing their finances but i just pray god that you would raise up just great stewards of your physical blessings that we would almost you know even like joseph in the bible that we would be like we had little but then as we get promoted to the palace as we get a lot of things that the king that that rulers would literally look to these people in the financial sector and literally say wow i'm gonna give you a lot and because you know how to steward it because you actually know how to generate the actual success and lasting wealth and so i just pray that over um the people uh, who you've called to do that financially in our in our world so i just pray i just pray for them i pray blessing over everyone's finances that god anything hindering would be gone in the name of jesus and that you would show us exactly who you've called us to be financially where you're going to place us and how we can steward that well in the little that when you give us much that we will know how to steward it and really um ask you about every purchase and, and really seek your heart to know what you're actually asking us to do and um yeah we just praise you we worship you um yeah in jesus name amen well thank you so much for joining uh this podcast it's been lovely it's been beautiful to just chat about this and this is something that is just so out of my arena that you you just know that this is the holy spirit speaking because um I just want to let you know that I, I'm constantly asking Jesus to show me how to, um, just steward finances. And he's been showing me, he's been showing me slowly, but it's just the power of the Holy Spirit that even when you haven't really known how to steward or manage finances, that God will teach you because I'm a prime example. And you will see that in the days ahead as God, you know, starts to bless me with certain, certain things. You're going to see that I'm telling you how money gets managed and how this goes about. Like it's only by the grace of God, because I used to be very frivolous and used to be um, somebody who wouldn't ask God about purchases or, or just go and, and do things things to try to look a certain way to please people or to try to like get I was having so many Starbucks coffees a day which you know how expensive that is that is not a good idea to do like just don't go to Starbucks and have that much drinks like that is not wise to spend your money on that and and just I was doing it though and so if God can do a work in my heart to really rein it in and only you know do some purchases as the holy spirit leads and and and, you know still let jesus like hold finances loosely but let jesus lead and guide then honestly he can do it for anyone because 
that was a serious issue in my life. So I want to be transparent in that way and let you know that if God can do it with me, he will do it with you. And he's constantly still growing me and in, in working on me in that because it's not an area of my greatest strength. So I just want to be transparent with that, that look at, I'm literally speaking into an area that is not my greatest strength because Jesus, <laughs> because Jesus is so good because he is helping and leading and guiding and he can, um, in our weakness, he's strong. So that is what I hold on to in terms of finances, um, especially this past year. So it's been beautiful. Oh, Jesus is so good, but thank you for tuning and I'll be back whenever I'm back and we'll just see what the Holy Spirit has next.